Hello. Hey, everybody. How's it going? That's right. Once again, totally local podcast covering all the news and information all in and around the Jersey Shore area, Monmouth County, Ocean County. Of course, this is the quarantine edition. Um, we're all sequestered. Zoom stock has reached its all-time high. Everyone is Zooming. And uh, it makes it actually kind of easier to get these things done because we all have busy lives. Some of us have teething babies. <coughs> Other people have, uh, you know, Corona parties to go to in Rumson. Uh, but anyway, we're all here. And uh, I have some guests, some lovely guests. Aaron as, uh, as has been my, uh, my, uh, my rock <laughs> for the last few weeks. Thank really, you. really has helped me kind of organize these things, uh, you know, as far as the Corona edition goes. And uh, Aaron Levine, of course, from uh, LG Insurance Agency. Uh, how's it going, Aaron? Awesome. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. We also have uh, Joe Astorita from Bomb Figlio and Astorita, uh, Attorneys at Law. How's it going, Joe? All right. How, How are you doing? Good. And then last but not least, we got Evan Beach from uh, Equity Prime Mortgage. And we're going to get into some uh, discussions in, in regards to... You know, uh, obviously your home, you, you know, local business. Uh, these things are obviously totally interconnected, especially with what's going on or what people are anticipating will be happening or what we have been seeing happen uh, with the economy. I know a few people that have been laid off. I know a lot of big businesses that, you know, have been scrambling to figure out what the right thing to do is. And a lot of small businesses that uh, want to know or, you know, need to know exactly what they can be doing in order to, uh, you know, help themselves uh get through this so uh you know aaron i just kind of you know i'd like to i'd like to kind of start it off uh you know kind of with you as far as um you know disaster loans uh, i think we touched on it a little bit before but i mean if 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 there's anything that's kind of uh come to light you know since the last time we discussed it uh is, you know just let us know yeah, we touch on this every every week, and uh, it changes every ten minutes, and it's still it's still kind of evolving. Um, but you know, towards the end of last week, we the SBA went live through physical banks, through actual banks, to provide uh, the loans, grants for the payroll protection program. Um, I'm yet to see a dime. I'm yet to know anybody that's gotten a dime yet, but. Hopefully those applications will will come through at, at some point and people will start getting uh, the money that they need to keep businesses operating. Um, I know the New Jersey EDA went live last week with some grant money, one to five thousand, I think it was, um, on on uh, for for small business grants. Um, so we're we're just watching the changes and seeing how it's evolving. We're watching the legislature on any business interruption coming through. New Jersey's not looking so good, but maybe other neighboring states will will get it through and you know keep keep on moving. So we're just trying to stay in touch with our our clients and and keep the business side moving forward. But on the personal line side, we're, we're writing a few new homeowners policies, and people are still buying houses and. You know, that's why I figured we bring Evan and Joe on and see what's going on. Evan's our resident mortgage expert, uh, mortgage professional, as he likes to call himself, except he's quarantined himself in Florida. Uh, <laughs> good, you know, good idea. Good choice. Surprised he chose the living room and not the pool side. <laughs> Doesn't want to rub it in too much. He said that like mockingly, like it was a bad thing that I quarantined myself in Florida. <laughs> so, uh, it's more jealous than, than it is. Yeah. 
I mean, honestly, where does it come from? Let's talk about jealous. What did you do this week, Evan? <laughs> last week? <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, uh, on the, the golf hole in one story. It only took me 25 years. Finally got a hole in one. Played, played yeah. golf on Saturday. Dude's like fake news. I don't know. Down, hey, I got, I got, I got three witnesses that signed the scorecard. <laughs> I don't know. Is the golf course open or closed? I, what's the governor say? I don't know. <laughs> it's open. Can't can't touch the pin. Everybody's got their own cart. Can't go near anyone. So we'll see. See how long that still. See how long that lasts. You got to send a letter to the governor of, uh, of Florida to make sure it's a, a legal hole in one. See what he's. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, hey, I, I got out. E- I got off easy. I didn't have to buy drinks afterwards. No, it's open. Nice. So uh, that's congratulations. I'm, I'm glad you're staying warm and safe and enjoying uh, fresh air out there. Um, as, as far as uh, as far as mortgages are concerned, let's let's start off with um, you know people that that have mortgages now. Is there anything? That that's going on right now, as far as uh, legislation or any kind of tips or anything you you have, as far as people you know staying on top of their mortgage or uh, seeing any relief or anything like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny you mentioned the, the word relief because uh, just this time last week, beginning of last week, they instituted uh, the New Jersey Mortgage Relief Act, if you will, um, and. To call it relief is a stretch, uh, and not to get to the into the specific ins and outs of it, but um, they're allowing what's called forbearance, and forbearance very simply is a delay of your mortgage payment. It is not a, a get out of jail free card. They're not just wiping away mortgage payments. They're not deferring mortgage payments. They're allowing what's called forbearances. So very simply, it's a delay. So if you're not going to pay your mortgage and you go into a forbearance program whether it's uh, one month, two months, three months, that will be due at some time. Um, now, there's a lot that remains to be seen as far as uh, how they're going to collect that money once it's due, if it's going to be you know, a balloon payment, if it's going to get stretched out over a one-year period. Uh, it's really a case-by-case basis. So we've been uh, really taking the stance of if you have the ability to continue to pay your mortgage, pay your mortgage. Um you know, that's the whole point of the stimulus packages and all those other great things that Aaron was talking about that no one's seen a dime for yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the reasoning of the stimulus packages is to, is to keep uh, everybody as current and, and paying bills and, and, you know, and feeding their families with that money. So, um, but again, you know, it, there, it will make sense for some people, but it's got to be used as, as kind of a last resort. Um, so that's kind of the, 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 the latest and greatest of what we're, we're dealing with right now. And just like any other uh, politicians out there, they, they couldn't have rolled it out in a worse way and, and use worse verbiage, uh, calling it relief and calling it, you know, uh, forgiveness and government at using work. all these words that just simply weren't true. So not much. Yeah. Not much yeah. Ele- it's election year at work. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, a, it's an election year at work. Like, hey, look what we did for you. Remember we, got, remember we gave you that relief back in uh, April? It's kind of crazy too that even uh, even this crisis, there's a lot of people that are you know it's 
It's like we're all going through this. All businesses are going through this. You know, everybody, you know, mostly everybody has mortgages, got to pay rent. They, they, they have their bills and stuff. And I mean, that's that's kind of, you know, where the focus should be, like, kind of like what you're saying. It shouldn't be on, you know, the election or anything like that. It should be really about kind of getting everyone settled and, and really preparing for, you know, what's to come. Um, as far as, uh, you know, real estate, um, have, have you guys uh, have you guys seen anything as far as like, you know, uh, Joe, as far as what you're doing or what you're involved with um, on a real estate perspective, ha- have you what have you been doing for your clients or what have you been kind of, uh, you know, advising them to do? Well, I'll tell you, you know, they say necessity is the mother of all invention, right? So we've had to adapt uh, pretty dramatically to continue to be able to close real estate transactions in New Jersey. Uh, every closing I'm doing right now is via Zoom. Uh, we're doing this by video conference with title closing partners. Um, you know, normally that's my opportunity to meet my clients at the closing table and shake their hand. And now we're not even getting to do that, but we're making the deals happen. That's cool. Um, but it, it takes a lot of effort to coordinate uh, all the parties to get it to the closing table and, and make that work. So are um, people are people like p- pulling away or are they getting cold feet or is it kind of the everyone I've talked to as far as from a real estate perspective, whether it be commercial or residential, it seems like the things that were in play are kind of still going through. Um, have you seen the same thing or is, have people kind of been a little more uh, nervous to kind of pull the trigger on things? Well, I'm still seeing deals coming in uh, that hasn't, there's been a bit of a hiccup on that, but it's continuing to, uh, to move forward. I'm still getting new brand new transactions that we're beginning the attorney review process on pretty much daily. Mm-hmm. Um, what I am seeing though is the pending deals. Everybody's trying to huddle up and take stock and see what's going to be delayed. What do we have to do to get this done? Because mm-hmm. if you consider what you have to do to complete a transaction, whether it's home inspections, whether it's municipal inspections by the township to come in and do certificates, uh, you know, inspections for certificates of occupancy or fire and smoke certifications and so forth, there's hiccups in, and, and every town is different. You know, they've all got their different rules, how they're applying this. They're changing them, like, like uh, Aaron said earlier, almost daily. So we're having to keep up on top of that. So it's more been a, a uh, a manage a daily management of every single file on on steroids. Yeah, um, I didn't even I didn't even think about that. As far as like, if you've had your inspections done, that's great. But if you if if you're in the middle of that process, this has got to be kind of uh, kind of a headache. I mean, do you do you yeah. let an inspector come in and then you just wait outside in a tent somewhere or like? I, I, it seems <laughs> like it seems like it would be like kind of like what you're saying. It's just kind of uh, made the process a little more difficult. Yeah, I can tell you, you know, one of the biggest obstacles are the, are the municipal inspections at the end of the deal that normally are happening as you go into, through the process, the closing process. Um, buyers are being faced with the prospect of having to close on a purchase without having a municipal inspection ahead of time. And they're signing something that says, oh, we're comfortable with the condition of the premises and we're holding the town harmless for any problems. Yeah. Then what do you do if you close? They're going to come back in 30, 60 days later, maybe when the dust settles from all of this to inspect. And what if you have problems? Yeah. Um, who's, who's responsible for that? So uh, we're literally managing that on every single file with every single client working up agreements with sellers. It's a process. So yeah, it's, it's still going forward, but it's every, every deals become uh, more, certainly more time intensive and, and stressful for parties involved to, uh, to make it work. What? So, uh, sorry, Andrew. Joe, go for it. What were you, gonna say? you you practice in New York, also. Your main office yeah. is 
in New York. What's what are the differences between transactions in New York and New Jersey right now? What's going on over the bridge? <laughs> well, from from what I'm seeing, my office is located in Staten Island, Richmond County. Um, there's uh, an absolute slowdown, if not standstill, on most real estate transactions that haven't already begun. So on new deals starting, if they're moving forward, they're inching along. Realtors aren't allowed to do showings. Um, it's a very, very different uh, experience in New York than we're seeing here in New Jersey. Um, deals that are in place are very difficult to get closed. There's much more restrictive practices in place if, if you're able to do them at all. Remote closings are, are, are possible, but also more of a clunky process. New York, uh, traditionally, everybody comes to the closing, whereas here in New Jersey, sellers traditionally don't very often at all um, anyway. So it's, it's more of a, a, an easier model to manage the crisis here in New Jersey than it is in New York, for sure. Um, what I'm seeing is if we get a new contract in, maybe we're able to circulate a new contract because my team is all working predominantly remotely. We're, we were equipped for it but a lot of places aren't and um, we're having trouble getting contracts circulated, signed, returned to us. It's, it's a bit of a different process and we're seeing it much, much uh, proceeding much more difficult. Uh, yeah. We, we also handle mortgage closings in New York, which we're continuing to do and we're having remote closings, notaries, uh, curbside, you name it to get it done. But it's, uh, it's happening. We're getting those closings done. Curbside, you're going through the drive-through at Popeyes. To, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to Feels like that, right? It's like here, um, here's my license. Notarize this through the drive-through window. It's awesome. Yeah, but uh, I'll tell you, like in what I'm dealing with on a lot of deals, um, you know, just to touch on how how I deal with mortgage issues, is I have clients who are potentially looking at these closings getting pushed out for inspection issues, whatever it might be, and they always have to be considerate of when does their mortgage commitment expire. When there's, if they're locking in their interest rate and, you know, those are issues that, you know, Evan can jump into and manage that with clients, how, how to best view those issues. Um, we're, hand, we're dealing with it on nearly every single transaction. It's, it's, it's constant. So, you know, having people who can, you can reach out to is important this time. Yeah, I, I agree hundred percent, Joe. And it's funny. I just had that happen. Um, uh, just yesterday I have a, closing that's supposed to take place um, basically a week from now and same exact thing mimicking what you just said with uh, CO inspections final CO inspections mm -hmm. uh, and this particular buyer is going to you know basically waive the rights like you mentioned and take on all the burden of self uh, so it's become a very common thing <clears throat> so yeah we're we're dealing with it on a daily basis too and you know rate locks are another one too where that particular deal that I'm referring, you know, has a rate lock that expires on the 20th. So if it pushes past that, you know, obviously we're going to have rate lock extension fees and, and issues as far as that goes. So, yeah, I mean, it's legitimately a case by case basis now. And we're trying to, to do the best we can for, for all the clients that are existing. And, and still, you mentioned, uh, you know, deals coming through and contracts coming through. I just had two more get under contract today. So mm -hmm. people are still out there, you know, still out there looking around and buying. And I think people that um, thankfully the people that are still employed and still can qualify to buy are still looking and buying. I mean, the thing with our area, you know, with Monmouth County, I think it's, it's a little more insulated when things like this go down because there's so much demand. There's so much pent up demand going into this a month ago. Uh, and it's crazy to think that this is just a month old basically. Uh, 
but there's so much demand going into that, that there's, yeah. And you, you, we're losing, we're cutting probably 20 to 30% of the buyer pool out because of the, of the fact that those people might not be employed or they're furloughed or they're laid off and they're going to be going back to work. So, you know, we are losing a little bit of that buyer pool, but still there's demand in, in Monmouth and, and Northern Ocean counties in the areas that we, that we uh, predominantly work in because there's just, there's not a lot of property to begin with. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's certain fractions that, that are going to get more, more hit than, than others. You know, I, I spoke with Aaron about this too. I think that the smaller priced homes are going to get hit a little bit more than the, the mid priced. So those ones that are, you know, 150, 200,000 compared to the ones that are at 300, 350,000, I think are going to get hit a little more from this, uh, from the, the market trends. But yeah, I mean, we haven't, we had a crazy March and I think industry wide, I, I talked with Aaron about this uh, just yesterday, like industry wide, every single person I talked to had their best March ever, um, which is, you know, crazy. And I think thankfully the spring market hit very early this year. The spring market seemed to hit in the middle of January. So a lot of those closings were then taking place in March, uh, which quite honestly might've saved a a huge portion of this industry. uh, The fact that that uh, went down and shook out like that. But I mean, this is all going to be delayed. We're going to feel this probably a month or two from now, more so than we're going to feel it obviously in March and and for April. I mean, my April has been, we're very, very busy. So I think as this lingers on, we'll probably feel it, you know, further down the road, you know, be that two months, three months from now. Yeah. I mean, the, the inventory wasn't there to begin with. The inventory for real right. estate is, is just so super low. And there were so many people putting in cash offers that even if, even if a percentage of the buyers kind of go away, um, I'm wondering if, if people are just kind of scrambling to just, just get things, get things done, get things over, find out what the deals are. Because I, I mean, I'm obviously no expert, but it doesn't seem like uh, <clears throat> to me. I mean, I guess eventually we're going to get hit with it, and the and the and the inventory will be open up a little little bit. But it's so congested in this area, and people want to buy in this area for so much. Um, I'm wondering how much you know. It's it's not going to be like '08. It's it's not going to be like after Sandy when there was you know just so many investment opportunities going around. It 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 seems like uh, kind of like what you're saying that certain percentages of the market you know, uh, might, might, uh, open up a little bit, but I, I can't, I can't see, I don't know. I can't see there being much of a, I don't want to say much of a change. Obviously there's going to be a change, but right. it seems like the, the, it, it's not going to open up where we have like a ton and ton of inventory, like kind of we've had, you know, in years past is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, and to, to your point, uh, you mentioned 08 and 09, uh, the, the big difference, uh, from that, from then to where we're at now is that, this is not anybody's fault. This is strictly from a virus. You know, 08, 09 was, you know, I was in the mortgage business at that point. <laughs> that was the mortgage, that was the mortgage industry's fault. Uh, that, you know, strictly was the mortgage industry's fault uh, and also appraisers' faults. Uh, there was fake house values. There was faulty mortgages being written. You know, you had a, ball, you had a pulse. You had, you know, here's $400,000. Um the big difference where we're at now is this is strictly from a virus standpoint that just put everything to a halt. So, you know, again, there's a couple different trains of thought, but once they quote unquote kind of turn the faucet back on, the economy ramps back up. There should be a, 
a much sharper curve getting back to, I don't want to call it normal, but back to somewhat semblance of a normal economy, at least, or as an 0809, it was a complete shattering industry wide that had, that took years to get better. So, I mean, the thought is now that, you know, whether it's a month from now, two months from now, once businesses open back up and again, things will change, you know, uh, it's not going to be immediate. Hey, yeah, open the doors of your restaurant and you're back to where you were in uh, middle of February. Um, but I think there's a there's an easier path to get back to a somewhat of a stable economy, whereas 0809 was just a complete you know failure of of the mortgage industry, of the real estate industry, of the appraisals. You know, you name it, it was a problem. So I think that's that's the big difference. Joe, who do you have with you, Joe? Who's there? Oh, that's the missus. She's having her own little watch party in the next room. You made one thirty available today. Perfect. Seems too early. <laughs> no. We're on Corona time now. It's totally just dovetail on that for a moment. Like I'm looking at the size of this aid package, right? This relief package that the government's passed. I mean, they're trying to circulate something like what two trillion dollars back through the economy to keep things rolling. It's the largest in the history of ever. Um, so you know they're injecting a lot of that right back in, and I think as people are able to get freed up, that a lot of that's going to be put to work. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, you know, with what I'm seeing, if, if I had seen a complete slowdown, nobody's doing deals or anything else, I might question that. But on on the daily a daily basis, new deals are still coming in. I have clients making offers with realtors with, on, in New Jersey by FaceTime. They're literally doing showings by FaceTime and people are putting bids in. And maybe like you said, in this area in New Jersey, maybe it's a little more of a bubble with respect to, uh, you know, the, the demand and, and all that. But I can't imagine that's only, to, you know, limited to, to our immediate area. Do you, do, you, uh, do you think that like, as far as like, you know, an indicator um, or a possible indicator, do you feel like real estate, and maybe this is a stupid question, but like, do you feel like real estate is a pretty good uh, indicator or a litmus test as far as how, how the, you know, the, from real estate to other businesses and the economy at large, is that a good indicator to see, you know, where people's mindsets are or, or where yes. we're kind of going towards? Cause if you can't buy a house, you know, you, you can't rent a property, you can't lease your property. Uh, it, it seems like that's where kind of it would, it would, the buck would stop or start depending on how you look at it there. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a very, yeah, it's a, it's a vital part of the economy. I mean, that's why, like Joe just mentioned, the, the, the government stepping in and spending an ungodly amount of money over the last two to three weeks. I mean, they were, and, and again, to kind of piggyback on what I was just mentioning as far as uh, 0809 versus today, the government is now pumping money into mortgage backed securities and, and into this, um, the stimulus package. Whereas in 0809, they were bailing out a couple of the larger financial companies and they left the mortgage companies to, to rot. So to, you have to have a, a very a, a healthy real estate market to have the economy healthy. I mean, a large portion of the of the, uh, of the population invests in, in real estate is their you know their their primary uh, investing tool. So it's it's definitely a, a, a certainly an essential and vital part of of a thriving economy. Absolutely. So and I also do think it's a, it's an indicator. You know, you can see how it moves from it's kind of the way it would work would be, you know, 
what's happening in LA is then going to happen in New York and then going to spread to Jersey. And it's kind of how it, how it, uh, you know, pans out normally. So, but yeah, I think it's an absolute vital part of, of the economy. So are, are these, the money, this, these trillion of dollars, like trillions of dollars, trillion dollars, uh, is, is where is that money going? Like, cause I'm, I'm not, you know, a $1,200 check. I, I don't think I'll, you know, see it for a long time. Um, and it, apparently it's like not even just a straight out check. You, you have to like, it's not like they're giving you a check and it's free money. Um, where's, where's all this money? Where's all this money going? Basically, is it going into like these disaster loans? Like where, where's it, where are we going to see it? I mean, big pieces of it are going through those programs. So I can tell you nearly every small business in America, if they haven't been, should be applying for the payroll protection plan loans. Um, they're, they, by all appearances, they look like they're going to be a phenomenal relief to the economy mm-hmm. over, the, over the long term. The issue with it is that, like Aaron said when we first started today, is that like anything the government does, it's sort of fumbling through it. So the banks have really no guidance on how to handle them. Uh, how to deal with the applications. They were hesitant to get involved in the first place because of all the blowback they had in, in dealing with the bailouts and the financial crisis. So, uh, but I think once it's up and running and as those checks start to flow to small businesses to be able to continue to employ people and bring people back onto payroll and reopen their businesses as the quarantines get lifted and so forth, these shutdowns, I think you're going to see that start to cycle through that way. Um, keeping people working was really the major, major impetus for this, right? And to keep employers to have their staff stay on, keep their teams together and all that, you know? So if, if there are businesses out there and you haven't made these applications, get on it. Yeah, um, where, where do they, where does a business start? Like, where's the first step where, where should they go in order to get the ball rolling? So that's going to be with, the, you want to check with the bank at which you have your business banking relationship, right? So uh, generally, it's SBA preferred lenders. Um, they're expanding that to a certain degree, but most banks, unless you're not a customer, pre-existing customer, are not going to have you take the applicate take your application. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that's where you go. So you know, if you bank at a particular bank, that's where you make make your application. So they all have different systems now in place to do that. Um, these portals have opened up, and they're starting to take at least preliminary applications and then do the follow up with the additional paperwork. Um, but a lot of this is touch and go, like they're feeling their way through it. Um, even if you make your application, they're saying it's going to be weeks before the money starts to hit once you're approved. And then at that point, then you have time to then spend it. And where are we going to be in three to four weeks? I don't have a crystal ball. Yeah, I wish <laughs> it's changing daily, right? Yeah. I, all I know is from uh, I had relatives that were dealing, you know, in 08, uh, dealing with the with the, you know, the real estate crisis, saving their homes, dealing with mortgages, getting relief that way. All I remember from that is like keep a paper trail because the government is not like they're, they're going to lose your paperwork. They're going to you, you got to keep copious notes. You got to keep, you know, duplicates, triplicates of everything you're doing and you just have to stay on it. So like it's not yeah. like they're just going to it's not a walk in the park. And I, I mean, the conspiracy theorists out there might say that they kind of set it up that way on purpose so that you'll just kind of give up. But if what I've learned from other people's experiences with that is that if you just stay on it, you keep copies of everything, take notes on who you're talking to and just jump through. You got to jump through all of the friggin hoops, but you better start jumping now because, you know, everyone is going to be in line at some point waiting for this to kind of happen, you know. Without a doubt, if you have a banking relationship, now is the time to basically press upon that relationship and have them bring you through it and follow everything like 
a lot of my clients are telling me they're submitting the initial applications that the banks are making available, but they don't get confirmation after it's submitted. Mm-hmm. So now you're you're in the digital, you know, la-la land. You don't know if your application's been submitted or you're going to hear back from someone or what's happening. So you just got to keep following up with your points of contact. And uh, just like you said, you got to be diligent. No, none of the banks are equipped for this. I mean, if you look yeah. at, you know, Bank Bank of America was a good example. If you watch Twitter on Friday when this thing opened up, Bank of America was was trending for declining to take applications from from banking relationships, people like with hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank for Bank of America as a business customer, like, nope, we're not taking your application. We're only taking applications from those who hold debt service with us, who have loans with us. So Bank of America was trending on Friday. Over the weekend, they opened up for all their business relationships, but so many banks were only working with existing clients on this and still are. Um, It's, it's a mess because we don't know where things are. Like I've, I've applied you know, and I went through a local bank, but I'm getting negative communication from the bank. And then I feel bad that I'm harassing them because at the end of the day, I don't feel it's their fault, even though I'm like, hey, I want answers, you know, but so do 6,000 other people in, in local Monmouth County small bank. Um, you know, I'm not mentioning names because I don't want anybody else going there. Um, <laughs> Find you know, yourself. So, you know, it's between, between that and between the EDA loans and between the SBA.gov, there's so much information out there that whoever you, People just need to find a good source and, you know, nail down some time to really figure out how to, how to manipulate this. I know the CPAs or a lot of the accounting firms are on top of it. I'm on top of it. Law firms are on top of it, you know, and it's just really apply for everything. It seems like is what, what the method is right now and see what you can get at the end of the day. That's what a lot of people are doing is, just applying everywhere for everything that comes out and then seeing what shakes out in the end. And then you're getting, you know, hundreds of thousands of millions of requests for the same thing that might not even be worthwhile yeah. at this point. Don't just be sitting there sipping your, you know, <laughs> your Corona teenies or your quarantinis <laughs> and like just taking a back seat. Like if you're involved, if you have a business, if you have any type of business, you, you got to get on top of this stuff. Uh, now I, I've seen definitely a divergence between, you know, people that could do kind of this kind of stuff, talk on zoom, have meetings, kind of what you guys were saying as far as closings, being able to at least digitally communicate. Um, a lot of businesses are still working. The service industry is getting hit. Um, obviously the, you know, super, super hard. And it really, you know, it really, it really sucks, you know, seeing a lot of, uh, friends and relatives kind of, you know, being hurt by this and super unsure of what to do or, or where to go. Um, but it's, it's, uh, on the flip side of that, it, 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 it's, it's interesting to see that people are kind of adapting where they can adapt service industry. You know, I can't, I can't get my nails done. I, I can't go, go to a bar. Obviously those things are, are in trouble. If you do have a hair salon or a nail salon, please, you know, check out these loans, check out this disaster relief. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that it's a sign to see that some parts of the of the economy are still moving forward. You know, they're adapting to what needs to happen so that, you know, once <laughs> I've told this to Aaron before, like once this is all kind of, you know, in, in some ways behind us, I could sit down and buy Aaron a beer in person at my favorite, uh, you know, brewery, restaurant or bar um, to just kind of get the, you know, that part of the economy kind of still still moving along. Um, 
Yeah, we shouldn't talk about hair salons with these two guys. With <laughs> <laughs> Barbara, I was waiting. I was waiting for the joke. I was waiting for the joke. All I need is a squeegee, baby. I'm good. That's it, man. That's it. Gillette's oh, stock. stock is good. How, uh, Aaron? How have have your clients been uh, as far as this week goes? Is there any kind of general questions you're getting, you know, from them, or is it kind of across the board? Yeah, man, we're kind of on the business side. We've we've spoken with everybody and we stay in touch with everybody. Everybody's kind of just trying to adapt. And there's so many restaurants coming back online and, and trying to adapt with the, just a new way of, of being. And, you know, the retail shops are the ones that are still hurt because, you know, we've got Amazon at the click of a finger um, and the delivery services are busier than ever, right? You know, between Wayfair, Amazon, or, or anything else, I'm sure are absolutely nuts. They're at my house at least at least twice a day. Uh, <laughs> you know, so the small retail is the one that's really going to get hurt. And we're spending a lot of time supporting the local restaurants and putting GoFundMe's out. There's GoFundMe's out there for restaurant workers. Forget all these other little the little local retail shops. I mean, for them to come back online again is going to be so tough. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel bad for, for what they're going to have to go through to get back business up and running because people are adapting to this new way. And while everybody was busy with Amazon before, hopefully we'll all get out and, you know, shop more local than ever um, when we get out of this. But we're going to be stuck further at home because I don't know if, if this is true or not. I wasn't watching the governor, but I think he closed the county parks and the state parks today uh -huh. well, to... to continue our social distancing and a lot of the boardwalks are closed. I mean, uh, he's putting us all on the sidewalk in, in traffic. Yeah. It's like in traffic. That's the only place you're allowed to walk right now is, you know, garden state parkway. You can go for a There's <laughs> plenty of room on, on the parkway. If you want to go for a walk. <laughs> no, don't take that advice. If you're watching. <laughs> yeah. Do not don't walk don't on the parkway. Do, not <laughs> do not do that. Counselor, um, anything. <laughs> you know, there's definitely kind of what I touched on before too. There's there's going to be an a, a, a you know an evolution as far as businesses. There's there's certain businesses that I would go to to buy certain things because I don't want to buy everything off of Amazon. Um, but you know, there, there there's businesses where they don't have say an e-commerce site set up or a way of ordering online and then going to pick it up. And I think these are the kind of things that businesses are going to have to start thinking about. Is everything's different now? Like it's not. It's 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 we're going to try to make it as going back to normal as much as possible. But everything going forward, you're going to have to kind of think a little bit differently as far as how people are going to be approaching purchasing things, you know, where they're going to be going, how many people are going to be in your store. And is there a way to kind of order it online and then pick it up? Um, you know, but as far as um, I just want to say, you know, thanks a lot, guys, for for sitting down and explaining some of this stuff to a dullard like me, it really kind of helps a lot, uh, you know, just to kind of, I, I hope it helps people at home to kind of think about these things if they have uh, small businesses and, uh, you know, how, how to kind of really rethink how they're going to be approaching this stuff going forward. Um, Joe, do you have any uh, any final, final words before we wrap this up? Just... Um you know, try to sift through the noise. There's almost an overwhelming amount of information. Like uh, even, even just me, I'm getting probably 50 or 60 emails a day with people proposing this, proposing that this is where you can apply for it. It's almost too much. Mm -hmm. What I would say is if you have relationships, whether it's with your accounting professionals, your attorneys, 
any of your professional advisors, your mortgage person, people who are out there and doing this stuff, get in touch with them. Uh, and But you can, you know, through those relationships, figure out the best way through it. Uh, if you just look at it as a whole, it's almost too much noise. You can almost become paralyzed, you know, from taking any action at all. But, you know, you should be taking steps to, to get through all this. Don't just sit by and watch it blow past you. That's probably the best advice I can give people. Evan, uh, what, what are your uh, final words on all this? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I agree with Joe 100%. Um, and in these weird and, you know, trying times, uh, you, you have to lean on, on the professionals that <laughs> very simply know what the hell they're doing. Um, that's really what it comes down to because it is a, it's a complete overflow of, of information. And, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not one to, uh, to, to, you know, to uh, take sides with the government, but uh, you have to look at it this way too, because they're, you know, they're rolling out these plans and these, and these uh, stimulus packages and all these, you know, uh, payroll things and everything Aaron and Joe were talking about. They've been forced to do that in a matter of, you know, basically in a matter of two weeks. I mean, yeah. think about how, think about how th- that's staggering. I mean, think about how long, you know, when Trump introduced the, the different tax laws, think about how long they had to roll that out. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had six months to a year to put that in place. So all the accountants could, could uh, you know, wrap their head around it and, and train on it and understand it. We've now been thrust into this in a matter of legitimately in a matter of two weeks. So I'm sympathetic to them in that aspect and all the banks that are getting overflowed. And, you know, even on, in, in our industry too, I, I get, get calls on a, hourly basis like hey you know i want to refi i want to do this i don't want to pay my mortgage i want you know we get it all Mm -hmm. so i agree with joe 100 percent. just you know try to sift through the the bs if you will and and lean on your on your uh referral partners your your professionals that you know and 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 uh have them kind of carry you through these these weird times aaron what do you got to say no, I just got to say thank you. Thank you to Evan and Joe for being uh, good, good partners, good professionals. You know, if anybody does want to refinance or you still have a job and you want to buy a house, you got to call Evan first and uh, get the ball rolling on your mortgage before you uh, think about going shopping just to make sure everything is, uh, is, is all in line. And Joe, with his multi-state experience here, it's interesting that he's got that perspective. I kind of you know, to see what's going on between the, uh, the two states just over, just over a bridge there on, on Staten Island. So I, I appreciate you both. I, you know, I'm hopeful we'll move forward and move out of this. I turned 40 yesterday, Sunday. You forgot already. <laughs> I'm allowed to forget now. I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm with yeah, you. man. Welcome to the club. Uh, my daughter's still coming to work with me every day. We're, we're, we're making it all happen. And, uh, We'll keep making it happen, and hopefully we can all get together and uh, have a party the next couple of weeks. would be great. Uh, yeah, thank you. And thank you both. Thank you all. Uh, Joe Astorita from Bonfiglio and Astorita Attorneys at Law. Uh, Evan Beach from EPM uh, Equity Prime Mortgage. And, of course, uh, the legendary Aaron Levine from LG Insurance Agency. Uh, guys, thanks for coming on here. This has been Totally Local Podcast talking about Monmouth and Ocean County news. We're getting through this together. Quarantinis and all. Please support your local businesses. Get a pickup, drive through, drive around, do something. 
uh, you know, get it, get it working. We're all getting it work. Thank, thanks, guys, for uh, for all the information. And uh, if you're listening out there, there's a lot of people uh, on this one, so I appreciate that. Um, like the page, totally local. Uh, go to the website, totallylocalpodcast.com, uh, and check us out. Um, again, guys, thank you very much, and uh, everyone, be safe and be well. Bye.